Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up guys? So every week I've been switching up the videos on Thursday and Friday and so I was kind of thinking through what topics I was going to cover on these days. I ended up deciding going with playoff strength of schedule. I know strength of schedule is something that's heavily debated in the fantasy community, you know, just in terms of when you really want to start looking at it. I remember seeing comments, you know, prior to the season even starting of people saying they weren't going to be drafting, you know, certain players because their playoff strength of schedule was too hard. You know, they'd be like, why is this guy so high when he plays X team, X team, X team in the playoffs, you know, week 16, 17. And to me, thinking about it that early is crazy because we just have no idea how this season is going to play out. You know, defense may be number one coming into the season. And then you look at them, you know, week eight, week 10, they've suffered a few injuries and now they're like a mid to bottom tier unit. So I think preseason is just way too early to be looking at something so long-term. But I think, you know, right now we're going into week 10, basically over halfway through the season. I think now is kind of an appropriate time to start kind of peeking at that playoff strength of schedule, looking at weeks 15, 16, 17. I imagine for most of your leagues, that is what is going to be the playoffs. Some of you guys may have playoffs in week 18. I would highly recommend against that just because then you're going to have players on playoff teams just sitting out or being limited. And so it's really just not a real representation of your teams and your players. But I definitely think this is just something we should start to look at because maybe you're a top team, you're sitting there at 9-0, 8-1, 7-2, and you feel like you can already kind of make some moves to set yourself up to win those playoff games. If you already feel confident that you're going to make the playoffs, then I think it would definitely be advantageous to just have an idea of what players are going to boom or bust come playoff time. And so in today's specific video, I'm going to be going through players who have very easy playoff schedules. So these are guys who could be league winners for you. And then tomorrow's video on Friday, I'm going to go through players who have really tough schedules. And so even if they're top players, you may just want to trade them away for a player of kind of equal value, but someone who may have an easier schedule. And so I'm going to start it off at the quarterback position with Aaron Rodgers from the Green Bay Packers. You can see on the chart here, I have weeks 15, 16, 17, and 18. When I was kind of going through these lists, I really only focused on weeks 15 through 17, because like I mentioned, you probably shouldn't be playing in leagues with playoffs that start in week 18, but I did just put it here for reference if you are in one of those leagues. So week 15, A-Rod goes up against Baltimore, which has really just been a funnel for passing yards. Oh, and I actually forgot to mention that when I'm calculating these numbers, I was using fftoday.com, and then I was using the points against on defense in the last five weeks. So, you know, you can do last three weeks, last five weeks, or you can do entire season. I think three weeks is too small of a sample size because, you know, you have one huge game against your defense, and then the numbers are totally skewed. You don't really want to do entire season because, you know, is a defense's performance in week one or two or three really representative of what they are now? I don't think so. So I just went with a five game sample size. And so Baltimore ranks fifth in points allowed. That means they give up the fifth most points to the quarterback position. So that is a great matchup. Then in week 16, you've got the Cleveland Browns giving up the sixth most points. Then week 17, Minnesota Vikings, ninth most points. So really, these are just great matchups across the board. And then even here in week 18, you have the Lions giving up the 10th most points. So this is just a fantastic schedule for Aaron Rodgers. And I'm not going to talk about Devontae Adams, but obviously it's going to be a great schedule for Devontae as well. It's just probably going to be very, very tough to trade for him. 
And now let's shift over to the running back position. And I'm going to start it off with David Montgomery. If you guys remember last season, David Montgomery was an absolute league winner down the stretch. If you had David Montgomery on your team or acquired him at the deadline, I mean, your team was probably rolling through the playoffs because he just dominated towards the end of the season. If I recall correctly, it was Montgomery and Jonathan Taylor were the two players who just absolutely blew the expectations out of the water. And Montgomery could do that once again. He just has returned from injury. We saw him play Monday night. He basically reclaimed his entire role. I kind of thought they may limit him, you know, with Khalil Herbert playing well. That's not what happened. Montgomery is still going to be the workhorse in this offense. And when you look at his playoff schedule, week 15 against Minnesota, they're the 16th ranked team in points allowed to running backs. So, you know, a pretty average matchup. When I'm looking at strength of schedule, I don't want, you know, a ton of variance. So a player may have two really solid matchups, but if they have one brutal one against a top tier defense, it's kind of something I want to avoid because you have to make it through all three of those games. So if one of your top players busts, you may not even be able to make it to the next round. So I like to have that consistency. So Minnesota, 16th in points allowed. Then you have Seattle Seahawks in week 16, 9th in points allowed to the running back position. And then the Giants at 6th. And then if you want to get into week 18, they play Minnesota again. So another just pretty average matchup. But so the worst matchup here is a middle tier run defense. And then you have two of the top 10 defenses giving up the most points to the running back position. So a really nice schedule here for David Montgomery. Another running back is going to be James Robinson, who in week 15 faces off against the Texans, who have given up the 10th most points to the running back position. Then a great, great matchup against the New York Jets, who are actually first in points allowed to the running back position. A lot of that is just due to them being down very early in games. So teams are just able to run it on them to kind of run down the clock. And then their championship matchup, this would be week 17, isn't fantastic. It's the Patriots who are ranked 14th, but you've got a really nice, easy schedule in 15 and 16. And then the championship matchup is just okay, but you're really just trying to get to that actual championship and James Robinson can definitely do that. Then if you do have a week 18 championship, not great for James Robinson facing off against the Colts who are 26th in points allowed to the running back position. So if you are in one of those leagues, you know, he may not be the best option. I talked about this next running backs quarterback already. It's Aaron Jones, and he also has a great matchup. The quarterbacks and the wide receivers for the Packers have good matchups, and so do the RBs. Week 15, they face off against Baltimore, 12th in points allowed to the running back position. So pretty solid. Then Cleveland, 8th in points allowed to the running back position. Another nice matchup. And then you have Minnesota, who's just middle of the pack, 16th in terms of points allowed to the running back position. And then if you do happen to play in a week 18 championship, Aaron Jones may be your guy going up against Detroit, who give up the fifth most points to the running back position. So just a lot of solid to average matchups here for Aaron Jones. And now let's shift over to the last position I'm going to talk about, and that is the wide receivers. And it's just going to be the Miami Dolphins wide receivers, but most notably Jalen Waddell. The kind of concern here is that Jalen Waddell balls out when Devontae Parker is out of the lineup. Obviously, Will Fuller has missed a ton of games. But the issue is, is that when Devontae Parker is back in, they kind of get into a committee here and you can't trust him as much. But I do think if you're trying to take advantage of these Dolphins matchups, Jalen Waddle would probably be the wide receiver you should be going after because they play the Jets, 
who give up the 10th most points to wide receivers, and then two just amazing matchups back-to-back, you know, hypothetically in the semifinal. And then the finals, the Saints, who have given up the second most points to wide receivers, and then the Titans, who have given up the fourth most points. So just two amazing, amazing matchups. And then even Week 18, really just a stretch of four games here against the Patriots, who have given up the ninth most points. So out of all the players I talked about, this is probably the easiest matchup relative to position for these Miami Dolphins wide receivers. And then there's going to be one more player I'm talking about, and that is Devonta Smith from the Eagles. He's really the only wide receiver you'd be interested in on this Eagles team. And the reason why he's on here is because they get the Washington football team secondary twice in the playoffs. Week 15, they face off against Washington, who are ranked fifth in points allowed to the wide receiver position. Then they have an average matchup against the Giants, ranked 13th in week 16. And then for the fantasy championships, Washington again, like I mentioned, ranked fifth. So two really, really nice matchups mixed in there. And then week 18, Dallas, just an average matchup, 19th in points allowed. But so those are six players who have really, really nice playoff matchups. You know, if you're in a position where you can start to acquire these people, I wouldn't drastically overpay because a lot of things could still shift. But you know, just something to keep in the back of your mind. It could be important and it could lead to you guys winning championships. You just want to be a little bit ahead of the curve because if you're like one or two weeks away from the playoffs, people are going to know, you know, who are these players with really juicy schedules. So if you can make moves just a few weeks before everyone kind of catches on, that's really when you're going to be able to capitalize. But that is going to wrap it up for this video. Make sure you guys come back tomorrow for the players who have the worst schedules in the playoffs. That's going to be just as important because those are going to be the players that you probably want to get off of your teams. But thank you guys for stopping by. If you enjoyed the content, hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. But thank you again, and I'll see you next time.